Welcome to the LVR Podcast, a podcast designed for Australian mortgage brokers made by brokers. We're here to help answer your questions with solid industry answers. Learning, validation, and respect. Now, here's your hosts, Ruan Berger and Marissa Schultz. I'd like to welcome you today to another very important one for us when it comes to success. Um, Success means so much different things for different people. But there's one thing about success that you can't discount, and that's the fact that it creates a difference between one broker and another. And with that being said, uh, Marissa and I have had a conversation about this, and I think it's fair to say, Marissa, that we've thought, uh, looking at everything, there's about three real ingredients that stands out for us when we talk success. Yeah, absolutely. I think there are lots of things, obviously, that you need to do well to be successful as a broker, but um, I've definitely got my top three, and I know that you've got your top three (laughs) as well, and they might be a little bit different, but that's okay. Um, So do you want me to start with my top three? You. Go for gold. I'll go for it. Uh, just, just make sure you haven't stole one of mine. I'm yeah, just well, I'm just possibly. watching. <laughs> um, look, I think the first one is that you're genuine and that you're actually yeah. doing this for the right reasons. I do meet mortgage brokers that make it really clear that they're just in it for the money. And so you're talking about, just to be clear, you're talking about the whys and the, the purpose. Am I think I right? the whys and the purpose, but also to be genuine with your clients. I think just gen- yeah. being genuine across the board. So um, having really genuine reasons for becoming a broker, really yep. having a strong desire to help people because that does show, it does shine through. And then when you're dealing with, with everyone that you're dealing with and interacting with, being genuine is so important. And I, I just yeah. truly believe that's the first ingredient for long-term success. I think the second ingredient for long-term success for me is to be reliable and predictable and do what you say you're going to do. Yeah. And and do it better and faster than you say you're going to do it. So it's about making sure that you're living up to the expectation and exceeding the expectation and not letting people down because that's really, I mean, for me, that's probably been the, ingre- you know, the main ingredient of, of our success is that we've just been... Um, constantly, you know, excelling in people's expectations of what we achieve and, and always always following through what we say we're going to do. And the third thing for me... So, so Marissa, oh, yeah. if I can just put yeah, the thing in it. there, and I, you, you've just said, because I think this is the thing, you know, these, these are those golden nuggets. This mm. is things that you guys have done that have made you the business you've become and, you know, one that have won many awards. So, so just on that point, if you say, so do you say that you almost have to under-promise and over-deliver? So really take into account to know that you do do better than what you said you're going to do? Am yeah, I, 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 I don't just, know. I, think I don't one... know. I mean, uh, uh, kind of. I mean, I don't really like the word under-promise because you want to yeah. deliver a great service. Yeah. But we're always looking for areas and opportunities to go above and beyond. Yeah. So it's one thing to know. I mean, we, we generally know what clients expect Clients yeah. expect what we would expect if we were the yeah. client. So we always try and put ourselves into the client's shoes and think, well, if we were the client, how often would we want to be communicated with and what type of service would we want to receive and how would we want that experience to look? Um, and then we try and go one step above that. So yeah. I think okay. it's just about um, just being reliable and being trustworthy and demonstrating that you can deliver 
on what you promise you'll deliver. So that's number two for me. Number three is a big one and it's not giving up. So, you know, it's the let's face it, first year in broking is hard work, especially if you're out there on your own as a sole trader and you're just starting out. It's actually really difficult to be on top of all the compliance stuff and, you know, it's hard to get your leads in the early days and commission takes a long time to get paid. So you've got to have a good financial backing. And it's, I've I've always told my new brokers, it's kind of like a little mountain that you have to get over. Um, And I can see why people give up, you know, too soon. But if they can just actually push through those hard times in those first 12 to 18 months, uh, then there is really a great journey on the other side of that hill. So I think long-term success does involve having a bit of resilience and just being prepared to stick it out for the long term. Because if you are the sort of person that's going to give up easily, then I don't think mortgage broking is a great career option for you. Yeah. And I don't think everyone goes into this uh, um, thinking about those things enough. Mm. I think that's one thing I over the years have seen, like people have got the best of intentions, um, but then they haven't really thought it through. And the first time the challenge comes, and I love when you say about the the bit of a mountain because it is almost like you've got to get on top of that before you can see the next peak. Yeah, if absolutely. If you think about it. Absolutely. So, yeah, so I, I do agree with you. And, you know, I think of the broker journal that we built over the 52 weeks, it's very much about having something in your just to help you on mm. the way. It's almost the rope to the top of the mountain. And I think nowadays that um, broken can be quite lonely too. Oh, absolutely. So it, is, yeah. it is in those moments you've got to be true to yourself that if it is too lonely, what are you doing about it to ensure that you bolster that circle of influence, uh, yeah. whether that is a mentor, whoever it may be. But just on the point you've made, I think one way or another, sometimes there's always going to be, if you talk about success with brokers that have been in uh, um, in this industry a while, there's almost like a little bit of a flyover when it comes to success because for me, mm. my three my three points, one, very much consistency. Yes, And I listen to yours, not about, uh, um, you know, the giving up and all that. I, I think consistency for me has been one of the most important things Absolutely. when it comes to everyone constantly investing in themselves, but not just in themselves and their processes and their systems and the way that they deal with clients and that consistency of, of uh, um, what comes next and knowing this is coming next. So really influencing your norm. Then the next one for me is the 4C, something I built with my brokers over the years, and that comes down to uh, compliance, communication, control, and then the one thing that's not so common always, which is common sense. And I think, again, for me, successful brokers uh, um, really understand whether they have hit the mark with their client. Mm. They're asking, you know, the right questions. And um, I have to say that it, it's not about the right answers. For me personally, it's always been about the right questions uh, yep. because that gives you the answers in respect of what you truly need to know. But those four Cs with the communication and the compliance, the control, it's so important. I think so many brokers early days, they don't control the outcomes. And that's yeah. what I love about yours with your delivery. I, I clearly, it would be clear as day to me if I had to go and hone in or, you know, on your process. Mm. The one thing I will find is that communication is clear. The yes. control is very much measured. Yes. And it is all compliant at the end of the day to ensure that you're not just protecting yourself, but you're protecting your clients as well. And I also really love the one that you said about consistency because, Consistency helps you to build a long-lasting business. 
Agreed. You know, if you want to try and get customers to come back as repeat and you want referrals from your existing clients, that's only going to continue to happen over time if every time they come they are going to consistently get the same level of experience that made them want to come back or made them want to refer in the first place. And I think too many many brokers uh, let go of that consistency when they are when they get busy. Yeah, agreed. So it's about building those processes and systems around you and utilising technology to ensure that even when you're super busy, that that consistency doesn't slip through the cracks. That is so true. And I think this is why I've loved consistency over the years so much because when things go well, um, the very things that made us, the very things that have created the business that we have is the very things we don't pay as much attention to. Mm. because things are so busy. So talk about referral relationships. Suddenly the referral source doesn't, you know, I, I can remember early days when I phone a, a, a referral source and they'll go, I haven't heard from my broker for yonks. And it is because times are good. Yes. So I think you've got to be very careful because when it's the flip side of the coin, then unfortunately everyone is reaching out and then those people don't have small small uh, uh you know memories either they they think about it and go you know what when this was happening this was the person yeah. that constantly touched base with me so consistency for me yes. is almost if i could make if i could put something to someone that was always going to be one of the first things mm. but the last one for me and marissa i love your feedback on this one because mm. it's just something i believe is very much what drives for me good behaviors and routines for for brokers and that is the energy and the attitude. Yes. So I believe successful brokers, if you're going to go and look and you, and you know, energy and attitude almost to me makes that focus point. Mm. It's just the way they focus. You know, they they see the best in the proposition. They half, glass half full versus glass half empty. The way they talk to people, you know, whether it's the assessor that phoning to give some bad news, but mm. the way that they hold that conversation so that the assessor, you know, at the end of the day can truly tell that this person is invested in this proposition, they present here versus getting narky about the fact that the deal may be declined. So that energy and attitude for me um, very much gravitates. Yeah, absolutely. It's an opportunity for clients and referral sources, everyone to gravitate to you because they like who you are. Mm. Uh, Look, I couldn't agree more. And I think really to be successful in anything in life, you need to have a positive um, you know, positive attitude and a great energy. And without those things, it is really hard to excel in whatever you choose to do, um, not only in broking, but also in other other aspects of your life. So I think for me, yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more with your um, three points. I think they're all really valid and definitely, definitely required for long-term success. If we had to drill this down mm. to one point, so we had these three, which means it's quite a nice round robin because yeah. everything makes, but if there's one particular thing for you out of what we've said today and especially on your points, what would be the main thing for you if, if you could have said to a broker, listen, if you're going to put a thing on a piece of A4 paper to ensure this is the direction you take, this is the thing that stays real to you, what would be your one that you would choose? Oh, that's so hard because like we said, we've... I've got a top three, you've got a top three and they're both different and I agree with yours too. Um, (laughs) I have to come back to my number one, which is doing it for the right reasons. And the reason why I I come back to that is because I feel like if you're genuinely in this to help people, then that's going to see you through the hard times and that's going to make sure you don't give up. 
And if you're the sort of person that genuinely wants to help other people, then you're also probably the sort of person that has a positive mindset and that is, you know, genuinely or has a good energy to you as well. Yeah, the Um, intent is clear. And and I feel like if you are in the business to genuinely help people, then you probably are going to try and go above and beyond to ensure the consistency and the communication and uh, making sure that you do everything you can to um, help that help that client. So for me, I think if I had to break it down to one thing, I think you've got to be in it for the right reasons. And if if you are, then I think you overcome any challenge that gets thrown your way because that's just such a compelling reason to be in it. For me, it's always been if I've got to put one word, it's relationship. Mm. Because the relationship for me is the, in my time as a broker, it was the only place that I can honestly say it allowed me the courtesy to be forgiven. Yeah. It allowed me the courtesy to make a mistake and be human, to be vulnerable, to yes. to really, you know, get better at what I do and take stock on the things I do. So relationship for me is that one thing that allows you to truly have the capacity to ask, to Mm. expect, uh, to all these different things comes with it. And I think what you said about the intention, intention builds great relationships. Absolutely. So I I honestly think if you think of the two things we just both chose here, it's just funny that it comes down to a connection, isn't it? Absolutely. And I think, you know, if you can, if you are genuine and you are building relationships and you are moving forward and willing to overcome the challenges that get thrown in you, especially in the early years, then yeah. it is possible to have a super, super successful, long-term thriving career in this industry. Yeah. And I think I love what you just said now, a uh, career. I think this industry has got everything to make it a career for everyone that comes into it. Mm. And this is the one thing that I love about this industry, that the very things that will make us successful is that will give you an everlasting career. And I love the word career, then it isn't a job, it isn't a proposition, it is a lifestyle. Mm. It's something, and as a lifestyle, it's so easy to sell, isn't it, to the next person to say, this is why people deal with me. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I love this industry and I love mortgage broking and I just couldn't imagine doing anything else. And it's, you know, it's just such a great industry to be part of because you do have the opportunity to change lives, don't you, Juan? Oh, 100%. And mm. I think it's not just changing lives. It's um, allowing people to grow and to to learn more from us as we learn from them. Absolutely. And that's why I said it's uh, we're in one of those fortunate industries or, or professions where it is people dealing with people. Mm. And, you know, who better to learn from than uh, the next person? So it is a fantastic opportunity that we all have. But what doesn't change is the fact to be successful in this. You've got to really be in it for the right reasons, as you put earlier. So I do really love your one point because I think if we're going to hone this or if we take this back to square number one, yeah. if you do things for the right reasons, uh, one, you have fun along the way. Yes. Two, you have a purpose. And three, there's a great outcome awaiting you. So, Marissa, I want to say thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in again. And, Marissa, as always, um, you're just a breath of fresh air listening to you and just, uh, you know, everything you bring to the table. It's really, really awesome. So, listeners, till next time, really look forward to have you in tuning in next time. Talk soon. See you next time. Bye. Yes, bye. Thanks for listening to the LVR podcast. We hope you gained massive value from today's episode. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, Success and Broker and The Broker Journal, driving broker routines and behaviors for better client outcomes.
If you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we'd appreciate if you gave us a five-star review. That way, it'll help others who would value this content too. We'll join you in the next episode.